Welcome back to Rusted Junk, the 80s movies podcast. Do you find yourself wanting to put on a corked hat, fight crocodiles in the outback and then move to New York? How about befriending an alien by dressing him up as a ghost on Halloween? If so, this is the podcast for you. If you remember searching for that perfect film from Blockbuster, and if you grew up in the UK, waiting for that one VHS copy to be turned to the newsagents, then welcome. We'll have fond memories waiting for you. I'm Charlie, and the rest of the Rusted Junk team are Amanda... Joe and Dom. Hello! And the film we're looking at this time is the 1989 film Weekend at Bernie's, which, trivia fans, happens to be Rachel Green in Friends' favourite movie. Um, I did uh, find that out in the trivia bit, where she's asked in the battle for the uh, apartment, what's her favourite film? Dangerous Liaisons. What's your real favourite film? Weekend at Bernie's. So... There you go. I'm not that's sure Rachel if that's a good Friends, start. That's Rachel from Friends, by the way. If you Rachel didn't know. from Friends. It's not Rachel Green, like a neighbour or anything. It's it's from well, Friends. I, I kind of think that the people that listen to our podcast are quite discerning and, and you well, know, people you know, of the world in pop culture. Mm. When you say Rachel Green, they don't go, oh, is it Rachel Green that starred in Cherry 2000 in, with, along with, yeah, no. They're just going to go, oh, you mean the girl from Friends? Jennifer Aniston. Now woman. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not here to do a Friends podcast, so... And we never will. Uh, You'd have to get sense. Amy on for that because she's watched it about 10 times. Absolutely. And we visited the Friends set um, two weeks ago or 10 Go days on. ago. Stop. Stop. Anyway, enough of that. Stop right. it. Anyway, we're looking at Weekend at Bernie's. Um, Amanda, this is your choice. It is. Why did you pick Weekend at Bernie's? Because I've not seen it before and it looked mm. quite a, uh, an iconic movie, but one that I've not really heard much about if that makes sense i don't know i think we just need to look up the dictionary term for iconic just for a moment but yeah no but it's one of those comedy films isn't it from the 80s and like it it gets referenced and it has been referenced in our podcasts before but i've never seen it so i just thought i'm gonna add that to the list and we'll all have to watch it and and it's right to I, i can honestly say that the people that i uh, I spoke to at work and, and I said that I was doing this whenever I said weekend at Bernie's, especially those in the US, just had a big smile on the face and went, oh, God, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, weekend at Bernie's. Brilliant. And one of the people actually preferred the sequel, but we'll get into that um, at some and point. What's that called? I can't remember. Anyway. Um, it's, go, go it's called weekend at Bernie's too. Is it? Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I think so. It's not got a, like a punchline, like a... This time he's not. War. He's still yeah. dead. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's st- well, I think that I think that is actually mentioned in the trailer for Weekend at Bernie's Two. Oh. <laughs> um. So, uh, who do you want to go first? Because you you have to go last. Oh, I do, don't I? Oh, okay. Uh, Joe. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't going to put it on a on a good start, but yeah, let's. Yeah, when you okay. said a. Several Americans smiled when they heard about this. They did. Spoiler, it wasn't me. <laughs> um, it took me two nights. Now I kind of feel like Amanda, where it oh. took me a couple of nights to finish the movie. That's never a good sign. I thought it was awful. I'd never seen it before, like you, Amanda. And maybe again, like I always say, if I would have seen it through younger eyes when I was back in the 80s, I might have enjoyed it. But there's very little for me to like, other than the girl was pretty hot in the movie. Um, 
but I thought it was dreadful. I thought the acting was bad. There's just so many things that I didn't like about the movie. I, I mean, I was glad when it ended. That was about it. Oh, okay. Tom, uh, you're sitting <laughs> nicely. <laughs> well, yeah, and I was sitting here watching this film thinking this is going to be a fun, undemanding film. And um, as I kind of joked at the end of the last part, I think it's a film... Well, I don't, I don't think you're supposed to watch it un- unless you're under the influence of something supporting. And, uh, mm. you know, of course, I I mean, alcohol. And I think having watched it, frankly, rewatching it reinforces that, that view to me. So it should only be watched this film, I think, A, ironically, or B, high, and ideally both. Um, that's my that's my assessment of this film, my introduction for this film. Oh, wow. Oh, okay, then. Right. Yeah. Charlie? Well, well. I feel I need to stand up for it a little. There's, there's, it's not as good as I, re- it's not as good as I remember. I, I thought I remember there was more Bernie moments in it, and there were very few. Um, I mean, we'll get to it. I think the love story is completely superfluous to the whole thing. Um, some of the acting in it is downright appalling. Not that I was expecting high level acting, but Jonathan Silverman. Point. Um, don't get it. Um, don't Joe, if you tell me that he's in other things and he's like loved over there because he started in some he's series not. that we never got right, okay, no. fine. I don't feel so bad. Um, it's it's fun. Look, dead guy gets hit in the head loads of times, and you know, just uh, there's the fun bit of that. Uh, and it's got Andrew McCarthy in, which I think carries the whole thing. The whole oh, thing. no, he's awful. Oh, it's the whole thing, man. Well, who who does then? Nobody, well, you would say, well, yeah, nobody. No, I mean, this movie could, I'm sorry to push into your thing, but I, yeah, no, this would have benefited if it had a different cast and a different director and a different story, (laughs) (laughs) mostly I would say a different cast. Wow. Crikey. Well, that's me then, right before we get to that. Um, Should we just end it here then? Amanda, let's go. We've got... (laughs) I've got a great story that's got nothing to do with Weekend at Bernie, so don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, having not seen the movie before, uh, I was very intrigued. I didn't know how he became dead, or I didn't know what happened at Bernie's. Uh, I didn't know the, the sort of plot line at all, other than he was dead and they were pretending that he wasn't. Uh, so... For me, watching it, actually, I I did expect to find it a bit rubbish, but I was pleasantly surprised. I don't know, because I went in thinking it was going to be, like, really, really crap. I think with that mindset, I was was actually... um, I I, I found it funny. Um, And didn't overthink it. Yeah, there's some flat bits in the film. It goes a bit kind of ploddy but if you don't overthink it it's slapstick and it's goofy and it does what it says on the tin it's Ooh. it's just yeah 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 don't take it seriously just uh, stick it on and have a laugh yeah whilst yeah. high yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not i'm not i'm not condoning drug taking or anything but if that's your you know ilk then uh carry on that's but did you prefer this you prefer this you prefer this over Batman? Uh, uh, oh, good yeah. lord! That should be. What? Yeah, I do. 
Maybe Joe. she should watch Batman High too. <laughs> Joe, well, I could. I maybe could if Batman was in Weekend at Bernie's, mm. maybe. Tricky. Uh... Yeah, same year. If you went to the cinema, you came out of Batman and you walked into Weekend <laughs> at Bernie's. So, you know. Here's an idea for a spin off pod, though. <clears throat> we'll do a season taking illicit drugs. And we can mix and match, yeah. Here we go. I can't Shrooms possibly condone that in a, in a position of uh, authority and uh, integrity. Should we? Should we? Should we, should we, we can crack and watch a horror? Yeah. <laughs> oh, crack on! I won't be present for that. Yeah, absolutely. Should we do a podcast piss? Should we? Should we do it with when we've had a few drinks? Oh God! Yeah, we could do that. I would Does do that. Tom so. do that all the time. Yeah. But like Charlie, Charlie, <laughs> Charlie would have to start at eight a.m. Moretti zero today. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Charlie would have to start at 8 a.m. and we'd start the podcast around 10 p.m. for him to get drunk. (laughs) (laughs) You're immune to alcohol, I'm pretty sure. No, 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 no. It does does have an effect at some point. Um, Sorry, I was just thrown by Dom's um, 0% beer, which is obviously next to his decaf coffee and his vegan panini. Um, I'll leave you to it. Vegan burgers. No, no, no. How dare you? Dom would never have a burger. It'd be a panini. In a, in a brioche bun, if it has to be a burger. Anyway. That's not a panini. Well, well it's not. You're right. They're two different things. Um, okay. Should we watch the trailer? Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, here's the trailer. There's a lot of it, by the way, but here's the trailer. Don't you see? Don't you see? We just uncovered a $2 million error. We're going to be heroes. We're going up the corporate ladder. It appears as if somebody's trying to defraud the company. Somebody tried to smoke it past the wrong guy. Very, very good work. How would you two like to come to my house at the beach? Love to! For Larry and Richard. How are you? This is a place to die for. You have to kill them, Vito. A little rusty, but it'll come back to me. But what they don't realize is while they're checking in, forget the accident with the two guys. Take care of Lomax. Bernie Lomax will be checking out. Oh my God! What kind of a host invites you to his house for the weekend and dies on you? I don't know. Lomax told whoever he's talking to not to kill us if he's around, right? Yeah, yeah. But Lomax is dead. He's not around anybody yeah. anymore. <laughs> I know that. You know that. Nobody else knows that. Huh? Oh! Where's Bernie? It looks good enough. Let's go. Uh-oh. Larry, what? Huh? <laughs> really? Hi, Bernie. Hey, Bernie, just like last week, huh? Oh, Bernie, you animal. You are insatiable. Doesn't anyone realize he's dead? Roll the ball. Got it. On the ball. I'm telling you, Lomax is alive. Maybe Paulie is rustier than we thought. Ooh, Bernie, you're starting to peel. I'm gonna get you out of the sun, huh? Is that the killer? How do I know, Richard? Should I stop and ask you? No, just drive! at Bernie's. Are we doing it again today? Oh, absolutely. You know we are. Great. We'll see you later, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, ladies. We'll see you later.
God, is this great or what? Well, it's the whole film, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you don't have to watch the movie now. Well, no, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure which Bernie moments they left out. Mm. Apart from, and we will talk about this, Bernie has sex. Well, no, someone has sex Bern- with Bernie. All right, okay. Well, but we don't see it. No, we don't, but we know it happens, and we know it's rigor mortis. Is, is that because? He's got rigor mortis. He's gone. I just said that. Yes. Yeah. Stiff. Yeah. Rigor mortis. Okay. Yeah. Well, worked for her. So you know. I think he has <laughs> sex again in the second film. By the way, the premise for the second film is, um, for I know we might have all watched the trailer for it. I had a look, <laughs> but Bernie's I'm millions. At Amanda. <laughs> well, for those not on YouTube, um. Bernie, Bernie's millions that he stole that we we find out in this film. Um, he has to be there in person to unlock it, so they have to steal the body and take him to the Bahamas to get to get it, get the money. And meanwhile, there's a voodoo doctor in the Bahamas that reanimates Bernie, so that he actually moves on his own. So, and but somebody out there thought it was better than the first one, so. It could be because this one was. It's kind of easy. Well, I guess you can. You can't get lower than zero. You know. Oof. I, I think. Do you know what? I can change one of the things in the hat. By the way, because it's my turn, I can change it to weekend at Bernie's too. Should I? Well, you wouldn't let me change mine, so. Me, 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 me. Well, you're the boss, so I guess. I, right. I... Yeah, you're not the boss of me. Um. Right. So. Uh, roll call. Let's go into it because we got to we got to do an hour and a half. I know people might like us to go on, or some people we don't might have agree to do us. an hour and a half. Well, we have to do one. Well, as Dom says, we might struggle with this film. But it's fine. <laughs> there's there's not a lot to talk. There there is other things that we can talk about. Uh, well, apart we've from the film. from laughter. So. Right. I don't know what it was that set you off. It was obviously Bernie's rigor mortis appendage potentially, but I don't know what context. Mm. This is such double standards. We watched Weekend at Bernie's. She has sex with a corpse, and uh, Amanda can't stop crying with laughter. Jimmy Savile does it for a good twenty years, and the nation has a meltdown about it. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Is it, is it hilarious or not? Necrophilia. Can we, can we have a definitive view oh on it once and for all, please? It's a different <laughs> context, Dom. Sorry. Do I have to click some button or something now? I don't know what I. No. I just want to be able to watch Old Top of the Popses without you know having big chunks missing where he was presenting. That's all I'm saying. There, I, that does uh, that does. I was about to say it upsets me. Yes, it really upsets me that that they aren't shown the Jonathan King and the but the, but they took out the Paul Gambaccini ones and then he was innocent. And I was like, well, can you put them back then? Can can we just have a exactly. Paul Gambaccini week where you show all the top of the pops to where he was in innocent? Until Would it be bad taste to say that? Would it be probably, bad taste probably. to say that we're the true victims in all this? Yeah, <laughs> I think we are. Don't go there. Right, no, okay. retract that. Please. We are going to roll call. Are we ready? I retract that. Right, here we go. Roll call. Roll call. So, Andrew McCarthy. This is where Joe pulls the face and goes, nobody knows him. But Man, it's like you can read my mind. <laughs> exactly, but I, d- <laughs> I did ask some of the other... Um, Americans? Americans, and they didn't know either. 
In a, in a survey, we asked <laughs> 10 Americans. And I even said, what about James Spader? And they went, who? Oh, uh, the guy from, no, what, a couple of them went, the guy from Pretty in Pink. Yes, thank you very much. I said, anything else? Black no. Lips. What about Avengers? It was Ultron. Was he? <laughs> I knew that. That's the only time I knew that he was James Spader. Oh, really? Ultron was a big deal. Mm. Well, let's uh, Andrew McCarthy then. Uh, I do think in this film he's got. He's, he, he plays the comedy and he plays it well. No, he doesn't. He does. No, he sucks. <laughs> no, Jonathan. The problem Sullivan being sucks. is no, no. They should have reversed the roles. And I did read some trivia, and I think originally he was he supposed was to play. play and then he was just so arrogant and cocky. He's like, no, I want to play the fun guy. He's not a fun guy. He's a nerd. He's he a mushroom. Play... Why is he yeah. fun? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. Yes, admitting the fun guy gag. Um, class, where he starts with Rob Lowe, is a quality film and was nearly in the hat for this lucky dip because it's got to be seen. It's an amazing film. He's brilliant in Pretty in Pink. St. Elmo's Fire. He's still good in that. He's got zero range. Mannequin, we enjoyed that. Oh, zero range, Joe, you say? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. Did he star in the Brett Easton Ellis uh, version of Lesson Zero, Robert Downey Jr.? Was he not exceptional in that? Yes, he was brilliant. Yes, he was great in that. You could say that all you want. I haven't seen it. So you Weekend can... at Bernie's 2, Lipstick Jungle. Oh, yeah, where he was, <laughs> uh, he was nominated for an Oscar for that role. He ended up in an episode of Blacklist, which I didn't see. He was in one episode, and I assume it was Spader McCarthy together again. So, it yeah. would have benefit, like, again, if instead of they cast him, and again, I don't know if you have on trivia who was cast. I don't know who they were thinking about casting. Someone like Charlie Sheen, I think I could see playing in that role. Not this guy. This guy, you just didn't be- believe anything that he was saying. He was why? not cool. Why, why are you so he didn't own those clothes. Why, why, right, the things I remember, you could uh, that I remembered from the trailer, you see quite a lot of it. You see Bernie hitting the the the, the boys, not as in B O B Y whatever, not boys, not they hitting call them, them. They call them buoys, I believe, in America. Yeah, they call buoys. I was okay. like, okay, so boys, boys like buoys, like balls. Anyways, look, I can get myself. <laughs> look, if I start talking balls, boys, right, well, I get myself into a whole lot of trouble. But I remember. Would you like to come up to the thing? Love to. I always remember him doing that, and I just think because it well, made me laugh. Oh, she's gone. I haven't. Oh. Oh, she's back. <laughs> she got a dodgy, is. dodgy video connection. I put oh, a tissue, a tissue on the cable. Oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, on. I'm I'm with Joe on this. I think the casting of this film is horrible. You well, know, we quite can, early on. Let's get rolling. Right, go on, sorry. Well, yeah, but he's a big part of it. Cause you, you are right. To be fair to you, Charlie, he's, he has got some good films in his locker prior to this. Um, and I think he's very rarely the best thing in them, but he's, he is in them nevertheless. And there's this run of 80s Brat Pack films. And then this, and for me, he can't play it straight. He can't play it funny. He's incredibly annoying. And sections of it are clearly ad-libbed. And I think he's pretty, pretty ropey at that as well. And um, I couldn't help think how much better film it would have been with... I, for some reason, the cast from Dumb and Dumber sprang to my mind, like Jim oh, Carrey, yeah, Jeff great. Daniel. You know, just lean into it more, make it a properly comedic film, or mm. make it a bit more dark. But they're just kind of these two generic, interchangeable, bland actors. Um, and I think he, as the casting, is a pretty big part of why this film is so mediocre. Oh, 
Yeah. You're 100% right, Dom, too. I could see the guys from Dumb and Dumber being in those roles and it being an awesome movie. Just because we know it's a comedy. And this one, they, they don't know how to do comedy, these guys. They rely on a guy pretending to be dead, you know, for their comedic moments. Yeah. But I, I just think that would have been a great, well, maybe prequel to Dumb and Dumber. I'd have to come after Dumb and Dumber because we'd have to know who those those characters are. But yeah, we need some real comedians. These guys were, it just seemed like very low budget. They probably had a low budget director, a low budget cast, and... Low budget director, director of First Blood. Yeah. Was it? I didn't know. I mean, he should be ashamed then. Ashamed. (laughs) Well, the the director also makes a cameo in this film, doesn't he? He is the the father that shuffles around in his box of shorts. um, (laughs) When he brings him back to... The scene in the apartment where he's brought a girl back, and rather than just tell her he lives with his parents, he he's a highly elaborate explanation, which is completely vulnerable to exactly what happens when the father walks in in his pants. Anyway, that's the director with the vanity appearance. But yeah, when I found out he directed First Blood, that blew my mind. That's the most surprising bit of trivia about this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't have anything else for Andrew McCarthy. I I have right Jonathan Silverman. If somebody had said to me, right, okay, tell me a Jonathan Silverman film and would have put me to the test, I no idea. I've got two films that I know and one series that he's in that I've never heard of, but apparently it, he was in a lot of them. So, Joe, I'm going to be going to you. The three, two films are Caddyshack 2, which hardly anybody watched. I've never seen it. Well, because there's, the, there's no way you can replicate the genius of Caddyshack. Class Action with Mary Elizabeth Manster Antonio and Gene Hackman. I don't remember him in that. And he was in a series called The Single Guy. He is, by a long way, the weakest thing in this film. And, and by the way, the best thing in this film, I think, is The Hitman. The Hitman makes me made me laugh. Oh, his, his descent into madness when he, when he thinks that Bernie's still alive. That's funny. If you put a gun at my head, I'd say that Jonathan Silverman does a better performance than Andrew McCarthy. I mean, oh. they're both awful, but, you know, I, I would have to what? stick up for him. Yeah, because he at least he's, he's playing the straight man and, and he does a yeah. very dull job of it, but he is a, a straight man. You know, McCarthy's the one that drops the ball massively, trying to be the kind of loose cannon, amusing, wild card character who just is just irritating from the first moment when they're on that roof together and the tar's melting right through to the final scene and um, everything in between is just it's it's atrocious I need you to take these blinkers off in, in our history rich history of Preston Junk that must be one of the worst bits of casting I think we, we've seen really McCarthy no, I 100% agree I wow. I thought he was much better than McCarthy but it's funny though I was looking on IMDB and usually they have a summary of the movie and, and I think sometimes the, the viewers write the summary and then the people at IMD decide whether to accept it or reject it the first summary like when you go to the page it says two idiots try to prevent their murdered employer uh, wait let's just try to pretend that they're murdered but just the fact that they start out with two idiots and they don't say two stockbrokers that <laughs> basically describes the film they're two idiots i don't understand why the hell wouldn't you just report it to the police you get to this guy's house he's dead you call up why would you want to keep this going on for a whole weekend because they think they did sense. it how does they think they did i must have missed something well it, it suddenly what they're in a they're in a place where there's a dead guy and there's nobody else around and the police will think they've done it. 
what, what, they never had a chance to do anything about it. Everyone thinks Bernie's alive. I mean, to be fair, it is quite a short movie if they just call the police and it's dealt with in a professional <laughs> manner. But I think what they why they why they, they just you know pillage his beautiful house, take all the cash, sell his Rolexes, you know, just go go from door to door selling his possessions in the town, get out of there. That's what I'd have done. Yeah. Well, I think if you remember rightly, sorry, I'm having a bit bit of a moment with coughing. Um, if you remember, they were going to have a discussion and call the police, but then the woman turned up to borrow the keys to the boat. Hmm. Um, and then not long after that, more people just turned up. So they were forced to make a good decision quickly. Yeah. And the decision yeah, was carry on. It's funny, it reminds me, I used to work with this guy, his name was Rocco, and he used to kind of hang out with like some gangster types. And so he was telling me, he goes, do you ever see a dead man before? And I was like, not really. And he's like, hey, I used to work for this construction outfit. I got into the office. I was the only one there. And I found my butt, and my boss slumped over a big bullet hole and a puddle, 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 I can't even say, a puddle of blood on the floor. And I said, so what did you do? He goes, I walked out, drove back home, and I called in sick. <laughs> See, <laughs> I mean, and that's true, but that's what I would have done if I were these guys. I would have went back on the boat. <laughs> what DNA? Were they touching him? Were they making out with him? Yeah, then, then they, they, they moved him, Joe, from the office. I think, think, Joe, what you would have done is set up an elaborate system of pulleys and a series of unbelievable coincidences to have your your boss, uh, yes, strut through the building site, building site the following day. Yeah, I guess it just pisses me off because I just can't find it believable. I mean, it, where again, you know, it's like you confuse me, Dom, because if Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels was doing it, I could, you know, yeah, I'd have okay. such a great laugh at it. You've got to make it absurd, haven't you? Well, I suppose it is kind of absurd, but yeah, just double down on it, I think. Well, let's, God, get, back we're, to, we're, let's get back to roll yeah, call. Roll call there's not, there's another that much. Um, I'm going to open this out to everyone but Amanda, but you are welcome to play. Tell me what film Catherine Mary Stewart is from, the love interest. Anyone? Well, I, I did know. The, um, main, so the main film that when you see a face, you go, oh yeah, of course. The La Last Starfighter, yeah? Absolutely. The Last Starfighter which I'm guessing would have got a better reception from you two if we'd have done The Last Starfighter. i got to watch that now. She was hot. She was the best part of the movie, bar none. Hot? Yeah, yeah I, did, I didn't think so. I Shut thought up. she was hot. She had really nice no. eyes. I really liked her. Are we talking about no, the same person? Yeah, she's no Jennifer Connelly. But then again, who is? Jennifer Connelly's not Jennifer Connelly anymore. Oh, she is. She looks lovely still. She's fine. Um... So, I've got a little game for you for the next one. Terry Kaiser, who plays Bernie. So, I couldn't really find any films of note, apart from Weekend at Bernie's 2, if you want to count that. <laughs> but, when I when I look up on Roll Call, I don't, I don't, I rarely do this. You look up and you go, oh, they've been in stuff. Stuff that, you know, in the 80s, character actor, you're just going in there, there, he goes up there, pops up there, pops up whatever. Pops up in something like Cagney and Lacey for example, which isn't on the list. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven TV shows in the early 80s that he was in. Cheers. Uh, no. I've seen him in shows for sure. Yeah, okay. Well, he was H.G. Wells. For you, Joe, he played H... This isn't on the list. 
H.G. Wells in The New Adventures of Superman, the time machine that they had. So if you remember, I do remember him in that because then I looked up a picture and I went, oh, yeah, of course. Right, seven series. Let's go. Some are obscure. What, what do oh, I is know it 80s, or, 80s or 90s? 80s, early 80s, <clears throat> between 80 and 85. Oh, yeah, no, no, but no. Yes, good, 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 but no. The 18? Oh, no. Falcon Crest. Oh, no. That's Hill, great. Hills. Hill Street Blues, yes. Yeah, I was going to say Hill Street Blues. Uh, yes. Dukes, Dukes of Hazard. No. Good good shout. <laughs> I will give you some clues because otherwise we'll be here all day. <laughs> and it, one last guess and I'll give you some clues. Knight Rider. Yes. Right. Okay. Magnum PI. Did you yes. cheat? Yes. Look. Oh, look you can see you. my hands. Look at you. You're on a roll now. You don't need any clues. Although... There's one more, there's two more obvious ones, and then the other ones you'll have no chance. But I will, because I love them. Sesame Street. No. Oh. So, uh, <clears throat> I'm just going to, first one to shout it out. Lee Majors. Six Million Dollar Man? No, the other one. Fall Guy? Yes, Fall Guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, two motorbike cups. Chips? Yes. Uh, okay, these are obscure now. Bruce Boxleitner, um, starring as a spy with a uh, in Washington with a single mother in tow. No, Scarecrow and Mrs. King. I love that show. Oh yeah, that's, that's tough to remember. Um, uh, Retired. Uh, I don't know. Did um, go back that far? Was he outstanding in his field? Ah. Hey, hey. <laughs> Is he clutching at straws? <laughs> <laughs> Did he have a nose for it? <laughs> okay, two more. I'm just desperate to play. finish this game now. Oh my God, um, that wasn't the most obscure one. Reti- though, retired it? judge owns a Ferrari. Joe, tell me what the show is. Brian Keith owns a Ferrari. Brian Keith. I mean, I remember him from Family Affair. I don't remember anything else. Harcastle and McCormick. I never watched that show. Uh, and uh, a guy that had a cursor as a best friend. A little ball, that, a shiny ball that went around. No, Auto Man. Audience, come back. We are, we are moving on <laughs> <from> <laughs> this. You I have a question. Do you know that? <laughs> I mean, is he still alive? Terry Kaiser, no, he died in... 2006, I think. Oh, really? Could you imagine his funeral? <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, did they take him water skiing? Which I think they do in, in the second film. But anyway, it looks like it's just me and Amanda will be watching Weekend at Bernie's 2 when it's rainy and we've got nothing else to do. It's raining. Ow. Yay! We're watching it tonight. <laughs> um, oh. oh. She's gone again. I haven't. I'm still here. <laughs> Uh, right, last two. Uh, oh, I've gone all fully Le- colour, look. Louis Giambolino. He starred in Airplane 2, Jagged Edge, but more importantly, he was the guy asking for the laser in Real Genius. I'm sorry, I found a way through to mention Real Genius, and I had to take it. There he is. Was well, he the guy trying play. to kill them? No, he's the head guy, Vito. Vito. Like the one that gives the, uh-huh. uh, gives the order. But the last one, Jason Walliner. He's a little kid, which keeps burying, tries to bury Bernie, or does in one case. He went on to be a director. 
he started directing in 2006, directed Borat and the show What, what We Do in the Shadows, which I don't watch, but it's very popular, apparently. Oh. Well, that's, that's weird. Yeah, so the little kid does it. But yeah. Anyway, onto the film. That's it for Roll Call. Um, I do have to get my pad, uh, so I'll leave you chatting for about 30 seconds. But uh, before I go, just briefly, the score on Rotten Tomatoes is 54 critics and 57 audience. Mm. Um, so, you know, we're, we're not, not where you two are, but maybe where we are. I don't know. Uh, it cost 15 million to make and made 30.2 million back. So, enough to make a sequel. Right, I'll be back in a moment. Talk amongst yourselves. Please do, otherwise the podcast goes dead. Cheers. <laughs> well, just whilst we're desperately padding for his his rely, uh, his return then, um, I actually quite liked the start of the film. I thought, you know, it started off deceptively okay because it's our second glimpse this season after Wall Street of high-end um, New York office culture in the 1980s and I just love it. The fact that he's got a drink, a fully stocked drinks cabinet in his office, that made me <laughs> sad and nostalgic for happier days. Um, smoking in the office, uh, you know, just, just wonderful. That, that, yeah, yeah, so. I remember people smoking in the office. And uh, if you saw they, they're wearing suspenders, like the, the guy what? that we don't like, we well, yeah, we've talked about the suspenders oh, that go around <laughs> braces. Oh, not yeah. this again. You know, you see now, like, and I used to wear shirts like him too like the the main character uh, andrew mccarthy's character i told charlie this he would have been fired if he ever wore an outfit like that to work yeah especially what were they were they was it real estate or was it like commodities i forget insurance you know, or something wasn't insurance it, yeah yeah there, there's no way it, now bernie the way bernie dressed i kind of dressed like him we had like the tie pin that went through the two lapels and uh, I thought he dressed pretty sharp, and and pink shirts were popular back then too, for some reason. So I kind of like that, and I like the printer paper that you had the ones that oh, where God, you would I peel. remember that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Dot matrix. Yep. Yeah. Joe, did you did you have a drinks cabinet, Joe? Uh, my boss did. And he got loaded all the time, <sighs> and when he was drunk, we stayed away from him because he was an angry drunk. He used to throw stuff at us. It's like staplers, <laughs> general ledgers. <laughs> it's like being at school. Well, it was like it's like working with Dom. It gets in the morning when he come in. It'd be like that. And they, uh, it'd take you about two and a half hours to get get right. Oh, that's, oh, that's quite unfair. On, you went off on long walks to start. We had a Starbucks in, inside inside where we worked. Um, and yes, it doesn't take an hour to get to Starbucks and back. <laughs> I was really good at that job, and, and up to the point they introduced uh, logging software to, uh, to capture how much work you were doing. And then, uh, yeah, I had to hastily move departments after that. <laughs> but I got a good four years out of it. So there was a place uh, where I was, like where you could get drunk before you went to work, what? and they would offer you this thing called the eye opener, which was like a you know a bucket full of beers. Uh, and my friend used to go all the time, and he'd be drunk before he came. If you were too drunk, they would send you home, but overall... <laughs> so they encourage you to drink, and if you're too drunk, then they'll send you home. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that tipping point, a tiny tipping point. Is this to open up some creative, like, spark in the mind? It was mind a lot of stress, a lot of stress. <laughs> yeah. I didn't participate in this. Yeah, I was just right. afterwards. Yeah, right, yeah. I was not getting up at 7 o'clock in the morning to go to a bar that opens at 8 so you can buy beer and then get drunk for the rest of the day. I got drunk during lunch. Yeah, well, 
who didn't back in those days. But yeah, yeah. The, the idea of a breakfast sharpener—that's <laughs> um, yeah, that, oh, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I worked in the World Trade Center. I was so drunk I couldn't find it, and it was like the biggest building in Manhattan. <laughs> I mean, but I was with four other guys. We none of us could find it. We just had to look up, and we just couldn't. Except uh, British, British, but there were four of them. (laughs) I was going to say British times where it's acceptable to drink at at, you know six o'clock in the morning, when the football's in another country and the pubs open at six, and at an airport. I think it's stag do. Well, stag do at an airport, yeah. No, 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 no. no. See, ah, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's acceptable at a stag do. No, it's acceptable to carry on. It's acceptable to go on till six. I don't know any stag do that's finished at three. It's good. Right, boys, you've got two and a half hours. Be back (laughs) here because we're going to start drinking at six. You've not been at the right stag do then. Uh, I've been at plenty. That sounds just madness. Absolute madness. Um, I right. think at any airport, so you're, I think you're allowed to drink at any time at the airport. So you don't have to be on a stag do to drink at six in the morning at an airport. Yes, so absolutely. When no, you but two airport shop- bars do clothes. Clothes, not clothes. They close. They close. Do you know what time airport bars close? I don't, but they do close. It's 12. Do you know what time they open? Five. 4 a.m., yeah. So four hours, four hours where they're not open. Sounds like we should all go and party at the airport. Are you two not going to partake before you embark on your hellish tour of the uh, Scotch Surf? We're going for free. Oh, do you know what, though? Do you know what other delight we've got to look forward to? Diarrhea and vomit bug. Yeah, which hopefully is going to be cleared out. In the hotel, apparently. In Greece? Yeah. In Greece? I think I'd rather have bushfires. Hey, (laughs) <laughs> or pubic, or pubic lice to give it its correct medical term. <laughs> no, I think it's called thrush, isn't it? <laughs> oh my oh god. god, you're funny! <laughs> right, anyway, don't start uh, me laughing like that. I've only just stopped coughing. Right. On this note, I I did say that I would introduce a story that is completely unrelated to Weekend at Bernie's, but I do oh, have to on, share then. it with you. So. Four years I've been working with my colleague. He's basically head of a particular department and I work very closely with him. He's probably, I think he's just, I think he's like 40, 43, something like that. He's that, that sort of age. And every time I make a reference, every time we're chatting or something, I'll say something like, oh, like 1.21 gigawatts. And he'll just look at me blankly. And I go, let me guess, another film reference you don't get. And he goes, nah, well, don't don't know that one. Well, you don't know what? You don't know Back to the Future? I've heard of it, but, you know, you've never seen Back to the Future. Anyway, there's things like this. So, you know, you'll mention, you know, Great Vengeance and Furious Anger, and they'll go, yeah, I think I kind of heard that. I'm like, what? Anyway, finally, last week, a couple of weeks ago, I confronted him and I went, can I just check what you did watch? In the eighties, I said, "Can can we go through some of them? Let's go through the ones that are pretty easy. Let's go, you know, Back to the Future." He goes, "Well, you know, I have, you know, I don't, I haven't watched that." See what? Okay, <clears throat> well, we'll, no, we'll get to that in a moment. You just pick one of the films that he actually did watch. Yeah, because there's three. I said, "What?" And he said, "I watched three films in the eighties. I know three oh. films that I've gone back and watched." And I was like, "So, Goonies? Nope. Stand by me." No, no, not really. I don't know what it's about. I was like, what? Okay. 
um, you know, and I started listening to all these films out, and he goes, there's only three. I was like, right, one of them was E.T. Pray tell, what were the other two that he watched? From the 80s. Right, now one of them is really, really, really famous. Return of the Jedi? No, no, he's never watched a Star Wars film. Uh, Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. Okay. And the other one, 1980, I think 85, 86, starring a robot. Short Circuit. Yes. The three films that he's watched in the 80s are Ghostbusters, E.T. and Short Circuit. That's all right. That's a good selection. How have you gone through life without watching, at least being intrigued with Back to the Future? Sounds like an alien. So the best thing was, as I said, so where do you get your... Where'd you get your references from? How do you know about pop culture if you don't watch anything? And this is only going to appeal to the UK audience, but we are going to need to explain. It turns out he gets his film references. He goes, well, I just watch Sunday brunch every every Sunday. And he says, I'll just pick up, pick up references from that. And I'm like, Sunday brunch, the two guys that host Sunday brunch just get people on and they talk about their latest film or something like that. And that's where he gets all his pop culture references from. And then I went... One's a footballer and one's a... Yeah, a a chef. Mediocre chef. Mediocre chef at best. Absolutely. So I was like thinking, how would you get your pop culture references from from the world, from this tawdry little show that they put on in Channel 4, which isn't even funny? On a Sunday when everyone's recovering with a hangover. Yes. uh, Like, yeah, but it's like, that's not hangover television. Hollyoaks is hangover television for many is that still on for many reasons it is i wouldn't watch it on a sunday though because i don't think it'll give you the same delights as uh sarah dunn who played mandy oh she's her. not in it anymore though is she because she had her only fan site and they said oh no it's no good you have well, only fans she gave me she gave me and many others a great deal of pleasure so what uh, through only fans uh, did you pay her no for watching <laughs> hollyoaks oh the free stuff on telly the free, the free stuff that's all that's all we needed <laughs> and then it's you know, like, ah, oh, we'll get up now. Uh, Your friend sounds yeah. Oh, anyway, the, the the final bit, the friend thing. So I, because the most the strangest thing is, I worked in a cinema for two and a half years. Holy crap! Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I said, when? Not in the eighties. I, I said when? He says, from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand and to to just a uh, uh, late two thousand and one. And I went, you worked in a cinema, and he said, and you haven't seen. No, he says. I'd come in, he said, I'd go in at the beginning, I'd show people to the, the things. He said, I'd come in in the middle and sell, yes, Joe, this might need some explanation, sell chalk ices in the interval. Yeah, that is. Well, they sell ice cream, like slabs of oh, ice okay. cream covered in chocolate. So we'd sell chalk ices. So he'd sell the stuff while the film was paused. Then he'd go out and he'd come in at the end to clean up. I said, do you ever not once like, get intrigued about the film, the, the latest thing that's out? No. And I didn't even look up what was big in 99. I think The Matrix was 2001. So The Matrix. So he's gone, I'm not interested in this. It doesn't interest me at all. I'm just going to show people to the seats, sell some ice cream, and then clear up the popcorn. Oh, I'm still here. Yeah. I don't I don't get mm-hmm. it. He sounds like uh, Mr. Bean. <laughs> it sounds very professional. Uh, I think uh, go, whatever you do, Chad, don't, don't run a pub when you're older, will you? Because you just won't be able to just be partaking from all of the products right, you're on offer. And uh, yeah, you'll be one of those red faced guys, nose out here, <laughs> propped up. 
Yeah, breakfast drinking, you'll introduce that, and I'll partake in it because I'm easily led. Ah, well, good, good. But, but at we'll least I won't have Joe. normal pub talk. I won't have, oh, what's the greatest 11 in the world? And, you know, what are they? I'll be talking about random film stuff. It'd be great. Hey, we, could, we could have a Pac-Man machine the in the corner. Yes. Make it really 80s. And open an 80s bar. Yeah, it's a good idea. But isn't this a conversation that we should have at like two o'clock in the morning going, yes, yes, we need to buy that bar in the corner and we need to make it a success. And when, and when it's uh, time for chucking out, we'll just put Weekend at Bernie's on the TV and there'll just be a stampede <laughs> of uh, people heading for the exits. Yeah, uh, no, Can you have we'll a jukebox not... as well, please? Yeah, okay, yeah um... of course we can. We'll alternate <laughs> it with Legend because Legend will oh, get flying out. A legend was so much uh, in, fact, in this movie. I will throw the keys at somebody and go, can somebody lock up? Because I can't watch this rubbish. I really can't. I can't even do it once. Never mind alternate days. I don't think I actually finished the movie. Which one? Oh, that was Bat... No, hang on. No, oh, you didn't finish Batman. Batman. Did I? Yeah, yeah. Show Batman as well. Uh, speaking of that, I was watching Warner Brothers, this wonderful 100 Years of Warner Brothers TV show they put on. And they open up the 80s bit with the success of Batman and they go they go into it. And I'm like, yeah, good job Amanda's not watching this. She would have gone, yawn, oh, yeah. She would have been intuitive. She watched it in the 80s. I wouldn't. Yeah, you'd have loved it. I wouldn't. Uh, anyway, uh, back to the film, back to Weekend at Bernie's. So, the lighthouse scene. I think we've just got to talk about just things that annoyed what us. What was that for? No, no idea. Uh, uh, they go up to the top of a lighthouse. He blinds himself by looking at the light. Oh, and okay. did you notice as well, there was no safety barrier at the top, so the wall was actually only kind of just above knee height. I was expecting them both to fall off the lighthouse. I, I was hoping he would. Oh. <laughs> and, then, and then Andrew McCarthy could have. Because he didn't, if he'd have died at the lighthouse, presumably Andrew McCarthy would have tried to get off with the girl. Nah. I don't what, think... Bernie tied to his hand? <laughs> <laughs> no, and after he fell down the stairs in the lighthouse, I don't know if you noticed, but there was not a, a mark on his white jacket at all. Yeah. And it wasn't him falling down, obviously, but it was obvious. Oh, wasn't it? it? Wasn't him. Oh. No, but it was really obvious. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando, obvious. Or John Wick falling down the stairs at the end of John Wick 4. I didn't... Oh, I, I thought him. that was all right. Oh, that was no. a pretty long... That was a pretty long fall. And he did yeah. it twice. Uh-oh. Oh, like Tom Cruise uh, running a motorbike off a hill and then, yeah, base jumping. Yeah, right. I'm not complaining about that. Nope, I'm not. Although I am very dismayed. Uh, that that's not made as much money as I thought it would. Yeah, bummer. And meanwhile, Barbie, uh, you know, feminist wet dream is is seemingly clearing up. So amazing. I give shows, hey. credit though. It's called marketing. Yeah, yeah. It's called depressing. That that's that's the thing that makes a billion dollars, not the thing that, cr- that has all this crafting in, rather than. Anyway, Joe, I do have to say, uh, I do like your commentary uh, on Barbie on the latest podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I did. Very much so. So, yeah, other annoyances with this film, because this might be a really short podcast. So, uh, I, so what did I put? <laughs> it takes back to, so I've got Dad in Underpants. I'll Never Lie Again, 
He says he says something, I'll never lie again, and then lies in the next sentence. That's why he annoys me. I like um, the inside of Bernie's house. I didn't like the outside. Well, that yeah, it was a bit weird, wasn't it, the outside? Yeah, it looked like it was under construction. Well, they had to build that house specifically for the film. Oh, did they? It's not and actually a in, real in North house. Carolina. They built it, filmed filmed it, and then they had to tear it down. The whole thing. They had to leave it exactly as they found it. Uh, because apparently there's wildlife there that would have been disturbed. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the guy that annoyed me was the guy wanting to buy his Ferrari. I mean, how could he not tell that he was dead? <laughs> well, how could anybody not tell he was dead? I mean... Well, if you're drunk, you know, yeah, it's possible. But even this guy was drunk. I mean, numerous times he went right up to his face and, yeah. you know, was negotiating with him. And it just was like, all right, once was, yeah, it was enough. obvious. How could she not notice Bernie washing up next to them on the shore? Why would he be washing up? Wouldn't he be washing away? Ooh. Washing out to sea? Well, where did yeah, he fall? Yeah, it's not funny for the film, though. Where no did he fall? Was he I don't know. It's, it's just a dumb film. I'm sorry. Can I, can I introduce some trivia at this point? Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. It is based on a, a 1987 Hindi film called Just Let It Go, Friends, which is exactly the same plot. But I bet you it's better. The, the Hindi film. probably right. Um, speaking of Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels, uh, the two people that, that uh, were going to be in this film, which I think would have made it far worse, are Corey Haim and Corey Feldman. Well, I think it would be expected. <laughs> you know, it's just it's the same kind of crap movie that they used to make, so it wouldn't have been as bad. Right, okay. Um, the Bernie spunt, stunt double suffered multiple broken ribs in the sea scene because he just kept hitting the thing. So get, yeah, obviously getting close I, to it. I, I thought it was strange that sometimes they're clearly d- dragging a, a stuffed doll around on the floor, aren't they, instead of Bernie? And yet for the highly dangerous scene where he's um, driving along at speed at these huge metal... <laughs> what they're called again, Joe Buies. Um, Buies. Yeah. They actually use a real human being there and uh, break his ribs in the process. Why don't they just drop that tattered, unconvincing Guy Fawkes doll like they were doing elsewhere in the film? <laughs> yeah, it's like, don't worry, we just need you for the buoy scene. You don't have to be worrying about water skiing or anything. Just the buoy scene when you're about to hit the buoy <laughs> makes zero sense. Well, to be to be a stuntman, I mean. At least it was a proper stunt. You don't get proper stunts these days, unless you're Tom Cruise. It was a prop. It was a proper stunt in the Cockney rhyming slang version of that. Charlie, <laughs> I would say you know, that's, what, that's what I thought when I saw the actor for the millionth time doing his repetitive and wearisome act. I thought that's a proper stunt. There, can we not at least agree that it's it's not a bad? Pro- okay, so in the time that we've got left, which is like quite a lot, who, who <laughs> and you can't have Jeff, you can't have the the people that we've named already. John Cryer is one person that I know that from Ducky from Pretty in Pink. He, uh, and obviously Two and a Half Men, he auditioned for the role of Andrew, for Andrew McCarthy. Or he would have been Matt good. Barry. Yeah, I'll give you, yeah. So who would you cast as the straight man? And you can't have Jonathan Silverman because he's so wooden, he might as well make a, you know, draw set out of him. I don't know. Straight. Maybe Alec Baldwin. 
Was he too old at that point? Yeah, probably a bit too old. One of the bald ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the younger one the, ones. One of the younger Baldwins. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Well, okay. Wicked at Bernie's. Well, that that's kind of like a... I did want to say one thing. I, I, I noticed he blinked. I was like, for a while, I was like, how does what? he do that? Bernie. Okay. When? You know, uh, there's a point when they're both holding him up and he's got sunglasses on. And I'm just staring. It's like, man, that's amazing that he can keep his eyes like that. And he blinked. Yeah. I don't know exactly when it was, but I was like, I caught him. Well, you need to go on IMDb trivia because there's not much else on there. Because there's nothing about him like playing dad. No, <laughs> no, nothing. Let me just oh, wow. ch- let me just double check anything that I've missed. Um, oh, despite the film's title implying an entire weekend at Bernie's, ho ho, the movie depicts them landing at six thirty on a Friday and ending early evening Saturday. So it's not weekend at Bernie's. It's weekend. It's it's. One day at Bernie's. It's an overnighter. Yeah, it's an o- overnight at Bernie's. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, well, that's not very good. Right. Well, that's this one's short and sweet. We're going to have somewhere. It's it, the, the, you know, the film has killed killed it stone dead. We need um, ratings. We do. Um, uh, let's go. Let's go in the order that we went at the start. Then, Joe. Yeah. So uh, I like the cinematography at times. Um, <laughs> that's where, that's some of the clothes. Uh, that girl was hot, I thought. Um, so I, I'd give it a three just for that. Jeez. But other than that, I think it sucks. I would never recommend it, and I would never watch it again. Oh. Would you watch the second? Maybe. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's, it's piqued your interest then, slightly. Because I said it, I, I can imagine it getting better. I mean, especially... If there's a voodoo doctor involved, yes. Oh God, yeah. Just <laughs> read the read the plot summary on Wikipedia for the second one. It's, it's Charles didn't do it justice earlier. It's incredibly convoluted and confusing. I had to stop and reread it twice to figure out what was going on. So uh, I, sure. I would. Did I would you read it? Second. Have you got I it did, in front yeah. of you? No, but it goes on and on. But it, well, if you're looking for padding, that, that, that's your opportunity. <laughs> just sit there and read that. So, <laughs> no. Read that to understers. No, no. Well, what's Don't the score? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm, well I, sorry, Joe. Did you give your score? Oh, yeah, I gave mine. Three. Okay. Apologies. Yeah. I, I think, like you said, Amanda, at the start of this, it's, <clears throat> it is in the public consciousness, this film. And, and it's in, and it, to be why that's the case. You know, what is it that makes people, certain age at least, remember this? Why does it get referenced in Friends? The Simpsons has a line on this um, in mm. the episode Med, Med to the Mob. Um, and I think it's to do with the title. I think it's just got a very catchy, memorable look. <laughs> down to but as a kind of for what it's supposed to be which is a comedy it's just not funny i don't think it's got few fewer laughs than schindler's list um the <laughs> the casting's awful i think the performances are dreadful um so this is a new low point for me on rusted junk and the second mention of the day for real genius because this is lower than my real genius score so for me it's a one out of ten. Oh, it was awful i've gone there i won one out of ten wow i would say it's it's lower than real genius too i'd rather watch real genius than this but that's not saying i'd, much. I'd, I'd rather watch real genius than a lot, a lot of things i got um, real, real genius three in this one see val kilmer would have done good in the role of andrew mccarthy yeah better yes yeah. yes yeah i'll give you that 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, well, I'm next. Do you know what, then? I don't see a lot of love in, in, in the room for this film, so I'm going to have to give it a little bit. Um, I could watch it again. I expect more Bernie. There are a lot of things that are wrong with it. Um, I do like Andrew McCarthy. So all of these things are going to edge it up, and I'm going to give it six. And uh, and that's a perfect segue into you, Amanda, for hopefully uh, an equally positive and upbeat end. Well, as I said at the start, this was a film I've not seen before. Obviously, this is from from the 80s and I'm looking at it through, you know, my nearly 50 year old eyes. So it's it's potentially going to get lost in in the ether somewhere uh, in in the gap of reality. Um, But in all honesty, I found it funny. I wasn't expecting to. Uh, I did find it funny and it was engaging for me. Maybe that says something about me. I don't know. <laughs> um, slapstick and goofy. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I think it's just a film that you don't overthink. And it's just one of those films that you just don't take seriously. It's it's fun to watch. So I'm going to give it a six. Wow. So that's all right. It looks like we are watching Weekend at Bernie's too. Amazing. Great. I'll do that. Excellent. Well, we've got plenty of time that we've made back now. God knows what the AI is going to... By the way, uh, those eagle-eyed listeners that said, wait a minute, these aren't just one or two sentences that are written, this description here. This is a whole big description. Yeah, because we've got AI writing the transcript for the for the thing, the title, and even offers titles. And we've got our own titles, thank you very much. But it, and it, it does a transcript and, and, and writes and says, would you like a blog as well? And it picks out. If you go back and read it, I doubt you two have gone and read it, um, Joe and Dom. Um, if you go and read the description, that's what it picked out of our conversation. I was like, that's amazing. In a sort of worryingly, but yeah, AI type way. Yeah, except our AI overlords. Mm. It is amazing. You can see why the writers are going out on strike over the threat to their jobs, because Fast forward 10 years and they won't be needed. They're not needed now. If you're watching Dross, yeah. like Secret Invasion, they're not required. They are surplus. Get I have our, no sympathy. Get AI to write me something and I guarantee it'd be beat anything better than anything I've watched on Disney Plus in the last three years. Yeah, but then we'll be replaced by AI. So you'll have AI podcasts reviewing AI movies. <laughs> what will we be doing? We'll all be getting drunk at 8 o'clock in the morning. Well, they can't get drunk. That's the problem there. Yeah. They'll, they'll never take yeah. that away from us. <laughs> we won't have any money. We won't be having in, in, any jobs to get any booze. Hard times. Hard times. Oh, it's because the AI want to hear drunk humans. Ah, but but <laughs> well, pay for in, it. You're in luck. We we won't we won't be able to buy anything because everything will be digital currency, and we'll be stopped from buying the booze because we will have fulfilled our quota of booze for the for for the year in like two days. Yeah, I don't know if we if I use the term CBDC, are we going to get suddenly YouTube algorithms going to go, huh, what? Like a <laughs> like like Mev in Jaws. I've seen Charlie's Garage or a video of it. It looks like a pirate sh- ship, like the the hull of a pirate oh, ship. Oh, does he have a stock room? Yeah, what a, Just like a food a warehouse in our That's in it. our garage oh. and a bar. A fridge. Well, don't advertise it too much. You know, we don't want everyone coming around here. There's nothing here, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Nothing here. Because we keep all see. your money as well, eh? 
<laughs> well, if the apocalypse ever comes, Charlie's going to be okay down. for a couple of months. Actually, yeah, well, for him, a couple of days. Actually, no, I think we'll be all right for a while. But yeah, as long as, he, as, long as we can get hot water, that's fine. Um, right. Anyway, so uh, it's time for the next podcast. And it's me. So, so is your film choice. My film oh, choice. Proverbial hat. See, now, can I just say that Dom, and I don't think you know which film I'm talking about, the film I wanted to do, I die, I'm dying to do your film that has, uh, well, I can't can't give what? anything away. Shush, just get on with it. I'm dying to do well, this film. I'm dying to do my film, I'll go. <laughs> I'll right. go next. Right, here yeah, we go. Just lie. No. Just lie. <laughs> answer to it on our podcast. Okay, we are doing the James Cameron classic, The Abyss. Uh, okay, that's cool. Which okay. one? The director's yeah. cut. I knew you were going to say that. We're going to have to. Director's cut's far better. Nice. So, Good. The Abyss, yes, will be the next film. Well, there'll be a lot to talk about in that, and it certainly won't end in 58 minutes and four seconds, which is what we're up to. I'm surprised I think that is... went, uh, this has carried on for so long. This is a record. Well, it'll be longer because you've got to splice things in, haven't you? What more can you? Oh, a little bit longer, but what more can you say about dead guy gets hit a lot and stapled stapled in his head? I mean, there's not a lot. To, there's not a lot of places to go. There's no yeah. character. There's no character exposition. There Unless- wasn't a lot of. You know what part I really loved in this movie? There was none of that. <laughs> <laughs> the end. The credits. Oh. I thought that kid was funny, actually, Barry and Bernie. <laughs> right, okay. So you did like something. Well, it's, he's part of my three. Uh... <laughs> Good Lord. Right. Okay, The Abyss director's cut coming next. Um, and then we'll be recording it, and then we'll be going on holiday. And then we'll record as soon as we come back from holiday. Hopefully uh, a lot slimmer with the D&V. <laughs> <laughs> So you're hoping to get a virus out? You're hoping to get a, a, a stomach bug? So that no, you can... I'm not actually. I don't really no. want to. No. no, I'm all right. But you never know. I'd rather get horribly drunk by the harbour. So it's <laughs> my uh, my one one of my aims for one of the days. Right. Okay. Well, very short. Uh, we can. By the time we probably finish this, we will break an hour, which will be our our shortest podcast. Rest assured, we'll be back, and it'll be a lot more. Um, so I'm going to say cheerio everyone until next time see you bye bye doodle pip bye